Welcome to the Down Syndrome Victoria podcast. This is a podcast where we explore the latest topics of interest and bring you interviews with inspiring and knowledgeable members of our community. My name is Kath and I work at Down Syndrome Victoria on the advisory network. Dan's Free Advisory Network offers advice, feedback and support to make sure the voice of people with Down Syndrome is heard at Down Syndrome Victoria. Today, um, I am your podcast host, talking to author Julie Fisher, who's going to tell us about her new book, The Magical Inclusion. So first question, let's start by introducing our guest. Welcome, Julie. Can you tell us a bit about who you are and what you do? Hi, Kath. Thank you for that beautiful introduction, and I'm really excited to be here today to talk to you about the new book. Um, I'll just give you a bit of a brief rundown of what the book is about. So the title is The Magic of Inclusion and the tagline is Give People a Chance and Watch Them Shine. And what I mean by that is when you give people a chance and show them the steps and they succeed in something, you really do watch them shine. And it's not just for people with Down syndrome or other disabilities. I feel that that's across the board for everybody, you know, children and adults. So my both of my books are about our life with our son Darcy so that's Darcy there on the cover Um, and just our lived experiences and and also things that I've heard from other families and that as well so that's what the book's about. What inspires you to write your book The Magic of Inclusion The Unexpected Journey? Um, Yes so my inspiration is our son Darcy um, because I want people to be able to learn about Down syndrome and I want him to be seen as a person. I don't want people to see the Down syndrome first. I want them to see him as a person. So I think by sharing our story, we help to educate and raise awareness and acceptance for for him and for everyone else as well. What did you learn when you were writing your latest book? What did I learn? Um... I did ask some questions to some of my friends and I think even I learnt that there's still a lot of education um, and awareness that needs to be raised for people to understand Down syndrome and to understand that even when people need a little bit of help to learn something, that's okay. Um, It doesn't matter. And a lot of the time the extra steps are not that big a deal either. Like sometimes it's just showing somebody physically what they need to do rather than just telling them um, so that they can see what's required. And also um, I learnt, even though like over the years I sort of don't really take a lot of notice of stairs and things, while I was writing the book I did become more aware of it. So, you know, Darcy still does get stared at and pointed at sometimes and occasionally there are some comments made as well. So I learnt that that is still quite a big issue, even going shopping, going for a walk and just daily tasks that everybody does. And when they do that, it makes you feel uncomfortable and I don't believe anyone should feel like that doing day-to-day activities. So I learnt that and I hope that, you know, with people reading my book, they can understand that a bit more. You know, a lot of people don't mean anything nasty, but if they read my book, hopefully they can understand how we feel and they can sort of 
instead of pointing or staring, they can smile and wave instead. I think yes. we all like that, don't we, Kath? Uh, definitely. Yes. <laughs> when did you get your ideas from? Um, my ideas were from, as I said before, with the things that we've done with Darcy and the things that I've learned on the journey with him. Uh, there's there's lots of things to be learned. I think Darcy teaches me stuff all the time, you know, like not just to enjoy everything and, and really absorb yourself in the moment. Um, I love the way he does that. And when we go out and see a show or something like that, he doesn't worry about what other people think and he really enjoys it. If he wants to sing, he sings. If he wants to dance or if he wants to cheer really loudly, he does. And I always get comments from people that, that they've enjoyed watching how much he's enjoyed that moment. And, um, yeah, I really, I really love that. Can you tell me about your writing process? Oh, yes, I can. So it's quite an interesting one that led me to the first book. So the people that I wrote my book with actually teach you how to break your book down into chapters and what you want to talk about. And then instead of typing the whole book, you record it into your phone so you speak it. And then once you've done that, because that's a lot quicker, you can get a lot more words out in a very small time when you talk. So once you've done all the recordings, they send it off to get it transcribed um, and then you get it back in a Word document. So your book is all there and then the big work starts. Then you've got to start cleaning it up and making sense of everything that you've said. So uh, that's, that's how I did the first book and that was really good because it... Um, it presented me with my book very quickly in, in full and then I was able to break it down. And then the second book I actually did it the traditional way because I did it when COVID hit. So we all, were all stuck at home, had a lot more time, and I typed that one from start to finish. And how I did that one was every time I thought of something or every time something happened with Darcy, I would open the computer and quickly make some notes and then I would go back later when I had more time to you know, fill it out and put more to it. Do you read your book reviews? How did you deal with, with the bad or the good ones? I do read my book reviews, yes, and I've been very fortunate. I haven't received any negative ones yet. Uh, everybody's really enjoyed the books. Uh, they've told me that the biggest thing that I think I like the most is the way that they tell me they enjoy my books because I speak from the heart and it's real life and they really enjoy that. So I get a lot of great feedback like that. And, I, yeah, it gives me a lot. It makes me feel good for what I've done. When did you first realise you wanted to be a writer? Well, I really liked writing at high school. So every time the teachers would say, we want a 3,000-word essay on whatever it was they wanted, all my friends would be like, oh, no, and I couldn't wait to get home and start writing. And it was in high school that I really started developing the dream to become an author of a book. I didn't know whether it was going to ever happen or when. Um, so, yeah, I've always really, really loved writing and that was where the, the passion first started. And when I turned 50, I decided, come on, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of research did you do in order to write your books? I also, yeah, I did some research. I asked um, five of my friends what their thoughts were on inclusion and acceptance and what they'd like to see for their kids. I also did some Googling um, because I've included some chapters on accessibility 
and advocating and uh, sensory rooms. So I did a little bit of Googling for that because I wanted to give a little bit more of a technical description of them, but not, not too technical because people do tell me that they like the way I write because it's our real life stories. But the advocating part, I wanted to be a bit technical so that people could understand all the different types that were out there. So, yeah, Google was my friend and Darcy and my girlfriends. Did you enjoy your books, writing your books? Was the first one different to the second one? Oh, yes, I did. I did enjoy writing my books. The first one was probably uh, quite emotional, though, because I had to go back to when, before I even had Darcy and remember a lot of what had happened so but I still did enjoy it it was nice to to go back and relive things and see the good outcomes that we've had for him um, and I did enjoy writing the magic of inclusion because I think it's very important for everyone everyone to feel accepted and included and I'm you know I have a bit of a burning passion to to raise that awareness out there so I'm um, yeah more determined I think my my feelings for the first book were emotion, emotional, and the second one, determined, determination, yeah. Have you ever experienced a writer's block? Probably I did with the second book because I typed it from start to finish, and when I did that, I would just shut the computer and walk away. And if I thought of something before I opened the computer again, I'd just write down some little notes so that I had something to refer back to because sometimes you can sit there and think too much about something and you just don't know what to write because your brain starts going all over the place. At these three, we are contacted by a lot of people who are inspired to write their stories relating to dancing Joe and what to get them published. How did you go about getting your books published? So I got my books published with uh, the company I mentioned before. They're called Ultimate 48-Hour Author. So I signed up for publishing packages with them and they, they helped me. And I actually now work for them. So um, I help other people as well now through the editing process because when you write a book, you need editors, you need a cover designer, you need an internal designer um, and, and you need, yeah, the editors do the proofing as well. So there's quite a lot of steps to get a book from the computer into it, into your hand. Um, so that's how I went about that. So if there's anyone out there that is inspired to write their story, I, t I suggest do it, like however you do it. There's lots of publishing companies out there. Um, I'm certainly more than happy to connect with anyone that does want to write a book and, and have a chat to them, whether they publish it with us or not, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, I love to speak to people about writing their books. It's my favourite part of my job, seeing other people's books come to life. And we're just actually almost at the completion of a lady called Vicky Hill, her picture book that she's written uh, dedicated to her sister, and it's beautiful. It's going to be oh, really wow. nice it's done. Is there anything you'd like to tell our community about inclusion or writing or anything else? Oh, yeah, okay. So I think with... With inclusion, I think um, it's okay to tell people how you feel if you feel uncomfortable. Um, I had one lady say to me that her daughter, even though she's an adult, sometimes people talk to her like she's a little girl because they look at the Down syndrome first. So I think it's okay to tell people, hang on a minute, 
I'm 35 years old. I'm not five, so can you please talk to me um, like I'm an adult because I am and I understand. And so I think it's very important for us to let people know all of that sort of stuff because there are there are myths about Down syndrome out there that people sort of know and they hang on to and unless we tell them, they're not going to know any different. And, yeah, as I said before, if you want to write a book, I really suggest to do it because it's a really good therapy. Um, it's a good healing journey, especially if you're writing a memoir. And it's just very fulfilling and it's, you know, it's really a proud moment when you get that book in your hand and then when you get it out into the public and people start telling you about it, you know, whether it's negative or not, I think even negative criticisms okay because we don't all love everything we watch or read and sometimes you know you might take a bit of advice from that and the next time you write another book or do something different you can take that advice and do it a little bit better maybe um yeah so I just do what do what you're passionate about 100 percent where can people find funny Julie they can find me. I have a website. So my website is www.juliefisher.com.au. That's pretty easy. And on Facebook, I have a page called The Unexpected Journey, which is all about the books. And sometimes I share uh, other things from other Down syndrome groups to raise awareness and, and things like that. And then I also share some of the cool stuff Darcy gets to do. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today on the DSV podcast. Oh, thank you, Kath, for having me. It's been lovely to talk to you. For more information about Down Syndrome Victoria, visit downsyndrome.org.au slash Vic.